Blog Talk Radio. Greetings, everybody. Uh, thanks for tuning in again, uh, whether it's live, whether it's archived, we appreciate it. Uh, shows have been doing, uh, still doing much better than I ever would have thought they were. And uh, just want to thank everybody for you know giving me a chance and tuning in. I hope it's been worthy of your time, and I hope that uh, we're all maybe learning something from each other about each other. So I uh, just want to start off with that. I want to thank last week's guests. Shireen Snow and uh, Tashiro Luttrell for coming on and taking their time to talk with me. Uh, you can tune in to that interview. Uh, just go into the archives of the uh, Blog Talk Radio show, blogtalkradio slash keithbledsoe.com. You'll, you'll, you'll catch it there. Okay, looks like uh, a lot of the talk is about the off-duty correctional officer who unfortunately had to take the life of a teenage kid who, with two of his uh, teenage friends, tried to rob the man at a gas station right there in the heart of the hood that uh, all of us from Chicago are very familiar with, right there on 103rd and Cottage Grove. Uh, they approached him. Uh, one held the gun out. One searched the car. One was kind of just kind of standing there on the side, and... The officer uh, showed his experience, and he made the move. Uh, 
and shot the young man in the head, and we lose another kid to a product of the system. It's unfortunate. I've said that uh, hopefully we could get to the you know, older teenagers or the older kids or the young men and do something uh, with them before they graduate to a point of trying to pull stick-ups and so forth. But when they get to the point to where they're going to pull stick-ups, it's not like they don't know the difference between right and wrong. They know this. That's the chance she took. He took it, and he won't get a chance to take it again. And his two friends, uh, one has turned himself in. The other one will be caught if he hasn't by the time uh, uh, this show comes on. But that's just uh, unfortunate. It's, it's unfortunate. We, we, we have to do something. It uh, also gives argument to uh, the, the gun law. You know, this gentleman, uh, had he not been a correctional officer, had he not been armed, who knows, maybe he'd be the one, uh, whereas we are uh, someone, his family and loved ones are planning his funeral. So I definitely, and I've always supported uh, the right for law-abiding citizens to arm themselves, period. I don't believe they should just be able to go and purchase a pistol or whatever, just like you have to get a driver license, you, you get a gun license, you have to have training, you have to take firing classes, understand uh, what what you're working with, depending on the type of uh, weapon you have. Uh, but if you're a law-abiding, then there's no reason why you shouldn't have the right to uh, conceal, carry, and defend yourself. I'm sorry, that's just the way it is. Uh, the it, it, Laws don't matter to those who are going to break the law. They're going to carry theirs regardless of what the law is. All the laws do is keep the law-abiding citizens from having the right to protect themselves. So I say that uh, that video, uh, which you can Google and find it anywhere, you know, <laughs> online, and see the video, and fortunately this man had a chance, and that's what being armed does. It gives you a chance. It's not a foolproof. Don't mean you can't still be robbed. Don't mean that things still can't happen. But it sure to hell will give you a, a better sense of security and knowing that you at least have a chance to protect you and those who are with you who you want to love and protect. So I think the uh, gentleman who, the off-duty police officer, did the right thing. Uh, he has my support, uh, period, period. He did what he had to do. I would have done the same thing. And I would hope that these youngsters who could maybe uh, take a look at this video maybe will put some kind of sense into their head and uh, understand that the day is coming to whereas they're going to meet that match out there with a lot of armed, law-abiding citizens prepared. So, but still, it's, it's a sad story. It's an unfortunate story. And I know that the officer probably is feeling, I would imagine, uh, really bad uh, on the one hand, that it had to come to this. At the same time, I'm sure he's feeling really relieved that he had an opportunity to defend himself. Okay. So, uh, what else is going on? Uh, we have another gentleman who decided to tell the world his sexual preference. 
Michael Sams, a college player who appeared to be in line to be a sure enough first-round NFL draft pick, decides to tell the world, I'm gay. As far as I'm concerned, yes, you tell the world you're gay, which means you're letting us all know that you prefer to be with men, being a man yourself. Okay, well, I don't know, man. What, what What's going on here? What What's the world coming to? I mean, first, first of all, I really don't give a damn who you want to be with, male or female. Uh, I don't understand the concept. I ain't hating on nobody. I believe that, as I've always said, more power to you. If that's what you like, if that's what you want, then you then you you do that. But it's it just gets me that seems like these days society has turned around to whereas the people with the problem now are the ones who don't agree with the concept are looked at as being the one with the problem. Not 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 the person who is gay who has a preference to be with the same sex. And I'm not saying that they necessarily have to have a problem. I'm saying I don't appreciate things being turned around to point at those who disagree with the concept to appear as though they want to give them a name as a homophobic and all this other crap. That's bullshit. Just because a person don't agree, you can't just force feed that concept down someone and expect them to just say, oh, okay, boom. I mean, people have different opinions about it. And, uh, you know, you have to accept and understand that. I'm speaking of those in that the gay-lesbian movement have to understand that, just like you want us to understand your sexual preference. I will never understand and be able to relate to it, period. But if that's your thing, that's your thing. But don't, don't, don't turn the table around and try to equate it with the civil rights movement. You're being discriminated against like the civil rights. Bullshit. And people, I know I'm not the only one who feels this way, but I think that people are afraid to say anything uh, for whatever reason. They, you know, we all have, uh, most of us have, you know, gays in our family, and that's and that's fine. I I, I love them too. I, I've had work with people uh, who were really cool people, and who just happened to be gay, and it was okay. But to try, what I'm saying is to turn around and change the whole reproductive found reproductive foundation and, and, and the whole moral fabric of humanity I just don't know I don't I don't I don't know how to take that I mean uh, you know wherever you look around now you had the Grammy Awards that was a front which is a to, to whole uh, gay marriages and there was some straight too, but it wasn't about the straight marriages. We all know that. Don't insult me. It was about promoting the gay marriage. Okay, more power to you. We have uh, Robin Roberts decides to come out the closet. Okay, she's gay. She likes. She's a woman. She likes women. Okay, well, you know, man. I mean, uh, and then they get a tweet. And a call from the president of the of the United States and the first lady of the United States, congratulating them uh, on their courage because they decide to tell the world that they prefer 
to be with the same sex. They are courageous, and they get a call from the first lady and the president. Jason Collins, the gay basketball player, even was invited to the State of the Union and sat next to the first lady because he decided to say, I'm gay, I'm a man, and I want to be with a man. So he gets to sit in the State of the Union address. I don't get it. Uh, I just don't. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. And and I'm really getting sick of the table being turned around and make it appear as though straight people who have a different opinion of the concept and don't agree with the concept, even though they're accepting of one doing uh, consensually with someone else what they want to do. But, uh, you know, being looked at like we have the damn problem. So... I don't know what do you, what what do you say where are we going you know is it right what do you think is it right is it wrong uh you know those of you bible peddlers want to uh, talk about the this man man manipulated book and what it has in it and face your whole life on it what does it say because you can't have it both ways, but when you go by the Bible, what I'm hearing is you can have it both ways. You can interpret it this way. You can interpret it that way. This can mean that. This can mean, I'm, I'm sick of the Bible. I'm sick of the confusion that it puts out there because anybody as evil as you want to be or as great a person as you want to be can use it to justify their means. What kind of book is that that you can use that's supposed to be such a good book? that you can use for the most evil and wickedness in the world to justify your means. Something's wrong with that book. But that's just my opinion. If it works for you, more power to you. Because as far as I'm concerned, it, it, it doesn't matter what you read. It matters how you are as a person. Are you a good person? How do you treat people? And if you do it all right and do it all well, nobody give a damn what you believe in. And if you're wicked and evil and have no common sense and just out there to make people as miserable as you are, you can say what you believe all you want. It doesn't matter. So I don't know. I, I don't uh, have anything against the uh, the gay uh, people. I think that the movement has kind of gotten out of hand. I wonder what the world's going to come to when uh, ten years down the way we are seeing uh, just openly man-on-man relationships, walking through the park, holding hands, whatever. Okay, fine. So, just and it's all about politics. It has nothing to do with, I don't know, it's, it's about politics, and, and, and that's a shame. Uh, politics and religion, two of the probably worst things that ever happened. Politics and religion, they're both out of hand, and they work hand in hand, mastered by the system, the puppet master, the system. Sickening. I don't know. So, uh, matter of fact, I even hear that they're talking about, they're trying to put out there now about trans, transgenders and the uh, beauty pageants. I happen to see something on the Internet about that they're trying to kind of kind of get a feel around on that. You know, and I, I just... I, anyway, and I want to know, you know what, if, if it's just a matter of forming a political block to get your word out and threatening politicians that we have a number of people 
who uh, want to engage in particular whatever, whether it's right or wrong, or if you don't vote with us or uh, we won't vote for you, you know, who knows what can get out of hand? I mean, here, let, let, me, let me ask you this. This is, this, is, this, this is where I'm going with this. Okay, let's say that, and I'm, I'm not really trying to be funny here, but I'm just trying to make a point. Let's say that you like to masturbate. It's what you like to do. You know, it's just something that relieves stress, relieves pressure, uh, helps you relax, uh, you feel good. And, you know, maybe you ain't got no woman or man, and, you know, you don't have nobody to uh, satisfy your need. And, uh, you know, of course, you can do whatever you want at home, but maybe you don't want to wait till you get home. You want to be able to do your thing where you want to do your thing at. You know, so... I'm sure there, anybody would probably agree that there are more people who masturbate than there are who are homosexual. So suppose you get your movement on and get your group going and saying, hey, we don't want to wait till we go home. We want to be able to, to chill in the park or wherever we are. And if we need to relieve and get that relief and blow off some stress, then doggone it, we should be able to do this. It's, it's, it's me, it's my body, I love me, I'm not imposing on you, I'm not touching you, this is all my stuff. So what's the problem with it? How would that move? You know, you get a group of people, you get the lobbyists, you get a, a, a movement, uh, you want your civil right uh, to do as you please with yourself, uh, and you start threatening politicians and so forth and so on to the point to where Boom. Now we have it to where it is legal to masturbate uh, in, you know, maybe not every public place, but in certain public places, in, in the park, at the beach, uh, you know, with many years. I mean, you may be required to keep with you maybe some baby wipes and a towel and some water. I don't know they may, whatever the requirements are, but you get my point. You like to masturbate, and you're coming out the closet. You're going to say, hey, I'm, I'm tired of, you know, hiding this stuff. Hey, this is, a lot of people do it. Many people say they want, but it, it's out there in abundance. So why can't we have our right to ease ourselves where we please to ease ourselves? Okay? So I wonder how that would go over. I mean, would that be a problem? What would, what would you say? Man, keep that shit in the closet. We don't want to see that shit. You know, we don't want to see you, okay, well, there's a lot of people who feel that way about uh, the same sex. They will say that, uh, well, if you don't want to, uh, they'll, tell, they'll tell a man that, well, if you don't want to, uh, if you don't believe in it, if you don't want to be with a man, then don't be with a man, then don't marry one. Okay, well, the masturbators uh, will say that, well, hey, if you don't want to, you know, shoot you one off, you know, then, then don't shoot you one off. But this is what I like to do. It makes me feel better. It calms me down. You know, you, you, you know you're, at, you're, at, you're at, at the park and you just, you're stressed out and, you know, you just want to release, you know, and you let it go. And a lady at uh, Ravinia or whatever outdoor theater, whatever, who knows, want get to her, get her squirt on. As long as she ain't squirting on you. And if you don't like it, then don't you do it then. A lot of people won't agree with the concept of that. 
they'll think it's nasty. Don't nobody wants to see that. Well, a lot of people don't want to see, you know, a man on man tongue kissing at, at a wedding and holding hands and being all romantic and so forth and so on. So you you know, uh that don't mean that uh you can't respect them. You know, I mean just as far as the masturbators are concerned, well, you don't agree with the concept? Well, understand that this is what, this is what works for them. This is what they want to do. As long as they're not imposing on you or reaching for your shit, okay, as long as they're dealing with what their own person and what they have, okay, well, let's start the movement. You have the great debaters. Well, now you can have the masturbators. I'm just being a little facetious, but it's just the way I, where I feel. I mean, just because if, if there was such a movement and uh, it was to pass, you know, hypothetically, it won't. But uh, that doesn't make it right. Doesn't make it right. But, if you know, it, first of all, it would get out of hand, which I think the whole uh, homosexuality issue is going to get out of hand. See, I could see if in the perfect world, and we were talking about it, adults here and, uh, you know, mature people. But since we've gone wild with the uh, popularity of coming out the closet and saying you're gay, I've seen quite a few uh, Facebook videos that have been uh, on people's pages that come on because we're friends, come on my timeline, or I see it on their timeline, of, of these kids, babies twerking, but boys, teenage boys twerking, dancing like women, See, we're opening the doors now to where there is, where do we draw the line? Because if we're going to allow man to marry man, women to marry women, well, then that means it's okay for, there's nothing wrong with a teenage boy on a Facebook video twerking on the edge of the bed, or these babies in diapers sitting there twerking. What what are they teaching him? Now, what is the priority here? I am going to stop talking about it right now. If you want to uh, mix in and say something about it, am I wrong? you agree? Uh, you don't have to tell me who you are if you call in. Just uh, say what you got to say and, you know, criticize me or whatever. But this is the way I feel about it. I mean, anyway, you want to call in at 718-664-9513, 718 one three. Another thing that um, kind of bothers me is that I went to uh, you know went to Walmart today. I had to make a transaction there, and just I just started thinking about everywhere I've gone, and I've been around the whole country. I've been all over the United States, and everywhere I go, there are WalMarts, especially. Well, I can't say especially, but there is a Walmart within the range of every black neighborhood to get to. And what I don't understand is when I look at these mega churches, uh, and I'll just name one off the top of my head. When I think when I look when I, when I when I'm in Chicago and pass 115th and the Bishop Ford Expressway and see the House of Hope, a 20 million dollar church sitting there on the side of the expressway, right next to it, right down the street, four blocks away, there's a Walmart. Okay, well, you figured, well, okay, good. We got some places. We got out of church and we can go shopping. Well, yeah, you can. But it's too bad that uh, right next to that $20 million church, uh, four blocks away, you couldn't have a unified superstore such as Walmart 
for ourselves, for us. I don't get it. All these churches, all these organizations, all these black, and we have nothing. How in the hell do we expect the people to unify and come together if the damn churches can't and don't have no desire to? It hasn't even been discussed. There has been no forum. There's been no votes taken to unify because they all want their own. So how in the hell are you going to sit here and talk about the people? You will always have individuals. But as a people, I don't know. We have nothing. No hotel. Nothing. We can use Florida instead of boycotting Florida. These organizations, churches, people in general come together. Then you could build a Hilton. And, and, and you know that, but, but they don't want to. Period. Because then it would be, well, who's going to run it? Who's going to be in charge? Who's, who's going to handle the money? That's where, it's, that's where the issue is going to be. Who's going to handle the money? We just, we just seem to be lost sheep. We don't have nothing. We don't seem to want nothing. We talk all the talk. We talk about, you know, we misuse the four-letter word so much it doesn't hardly, hardly really mean too much these days. I'm talking about the L-O-V-E word. Oh, we love, we love, we don't love a damn thing. We love everything but ourselves. As a people, we have individuals who can go beyond that. And yes, there's self-love, there's, who have all that. But I'm talking about as a people. It ain't happening. And I wish I was wrong. I don't think so. Maybe we can do something about it. I don't know, but it starts with you. It starts with practicing and uh, being a better person. Uh, it starts with making a pledge to yourself, making a pledge uh, to to do better. Uh, Miss Melanie Melanie Sharp, uh, my Facebook friends, has a uh, outstanding idea where uh, people are taking pledges to do something good for someone else. And it takes practice. You can't just wake up the next morning and just, you know, be that way. It, it, it takes a good deed and the feeling of having, uh, having given that good deed to somebody, and then it gets to be a habit forming. We, we have to treat ourselves better. We have to treat each other better. But, like I say, my, my point was, if, if the churches can't come together and these organizations can't come together, how in the hell do you expect the people to come together? Uh, I don't know. You got the got a whole system out there you're working against, and it's doing a masterful job. I'm going to take a break, and then uh, when we come back, we can continue. If you want to call in during the break, uh, you do so. I'll pull you in, and I'll bring you on at the end of the break. I'll be right back.
Okay, I'm back, and I'm going to backtrack a little bit from uh, where I started out with the young young man, uh, name was Devontae Graham, who uh, unfortunately uh, stepped into uh, the wrong situation and ended up uh, having himself killed by an opportunity police officer. Because I was listening to uh, some talk sh- talk uh, radio, which I listen to all the time, and I have my favorite shows, and I was hearing uh, just some callers saying the first thing they want to jump on and say is, well, the parents should be held accountable. I'm saying that that may have its place, but we, we, we can't really use that like we used to because these days the damn parents are kids too. The kids are the parents. Now what? Stop it. It's a lot deeper than the parents be held accountable. We have a whole system out here that even the best of parents who try to do the best things for their kids, where there are two family and two parent, uh, husband and wife, mother, father, households that have lost their kids to the poisons of the system. Do you know what I mean by the system? Well, you should. A lot of what you watch on TV is part of it. A lot of the video games that you see these kids playing with to, to desensitize them, to, to program them into being uh, unconscious as to any type of sensitivity as to what they do to other people, violent, uh, disrespectful, the music, uh, you have the, the, the rap groups, the uh, untalented crap that is sponsored by the system that does not allow these kids the opportunity to say anything positive or they won't get the money. It's the design. 
you have the Grammy Awards that issue awards to people like Lil Wayne and Nicki Minaj to legitimize them to uh, our people and our youth to continue on and to give them the power to continue on doing the same thing they've been doing since the beginning of the transition of our music. We have the movies, we have TV. These kids, as soon as they're aware, all they see everywhere they go, for the most part, is violence. They see violence. You know, this stuff is a virus. It's not just the parents. It's a whole system. It's, it's a school system that's designed, for the most part, yes, there are some good schools. Okay. All right. You, I, I get it. For the most part, the school system is designed to dummy down the kids. It's a conveyor belt to prison. They don't want to teach these kids. The whole school system has to be overhauled. It won't happen unless we do it, and we ain't doing nothing. These kids have to start school taking anger management and moral judgment, conflict resolution, sensitivity. This has to be a start of the curriculum from kids when they first start preschool. Period. And when they get to junior high and high school, to hell with trigonometry. I have never used trigonometry in my life. If someone wants to go into math and major in math and be a mathematician or go into uh, systems of sciences, okay, fine. Get trigonometry the hell out of there. It's in the damn way. We don't need that crap. Replace that with something that puts something on these kids' mind positive. Bring the band back. Instead of having trigonometry, have band class, have music. Teach these kids something soothing, which music, they say, soothes the savage beast. Well, yeah, that's true. But maybe that's probably why they took it out of the damn school system. Ain't that something? We need to get it back. So it's not just the parents. There is a whole system, the whole government of the United States of America. you got a whole supremacist, Illuminati-sized element of people out here who are way ahead of us. They know 10 years from now how they're going to have us uh, puppetize. They know us better than we know ourselves, and we fall for it as a people. So I don't know. But you get out of that. It's the parents. The, the kids are the parents. So we've got to do something else. We can't just harp on that. You know, we, 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 we can't just leave it out there. My question is, uh, what do you relax to when you're at home just chilling and uh, just relaxing? You want to hear some music and you know hear some R&B and whatever it is, whatever your genre is, that's what you're into. And uh, you know you may even be entertaining guests, barbecuing, whatever you're doing. But you're listening to music that makes you feel good, makes you feel you know. It's in a good mood, you know, bouncy and so forth and so on. So what I don't understand is why is it that we play the music that we play at funerals? Do you ever chill at home and listen to some funeral organ music? Do you? I don't think so. Do you ever listen to just uh, emotional dirge, dirge? D-I-R-G-E. Look it up. Why do we do that? 
Why do we why do we do our loved ones like that? We know that when they are here, they ain't listening to this. They ain't chilling. At the, this is a celebration supposedly for them, but we play something that nobody plays outside of a funeral, and it's just designed for drama to get people to cry, to tear jerk, whatever it is. I can't stand it. We are too locked into traditions. But I tell you what, and I'm saying this because I want it known, and I don't plan on going nowhere, but you never know from one day to the next. But when it comes to me, don't play that stuff over me. Don't play it. I don't listen to it. I can't stand it. it, All it does is, you know, tug at someone's heart, got people sitting up there crying who don't even give a damn about the person who's deceased. But it's the music that pulls out that emotion. That ain't right. You know, if you if you can't find some old school Motown, uh, chess records, uh, Stax, Atlantic Records, Philadelphia International, you know where I'm going. Then don't you play nothing. Don't play nothing. Turn on the radio talk show, Black Station, Progressive. Turn on WVON. Don't don't you play that organ on me. And I'm making that clear to whoever listening. You know. Don't I don't want that played over me. It's it, it's just senseless. But like I say about other things, if that's what you like and that's what you want to do, more power to you. But I don't intend to go into uh, traditions because we have too many traditions that are worthless, and we do things just to be doing them, not even understanding why we do them. You know, we do it because the system says do it because it's designed by the system. Just like tomorrow's Valentine's Day. So we'll go out and spend money and fall right into the trap. You know, I guess Valentine's Day was probably designed and produced by a flower shop and a candy maker, and we fall right into it. To me, it would, it would be nice to me if we had at least one day, one National Black Day, that we gave ourselves to do something for ourselves in appreciation for ourselves instead of just falling right in line with everything that the system puts in front of our face we go to it like flies on shit. Period. Can't we make up one day legitimate for us? I don't know. Maybe. What do you think? 718-664-9513. 718-664-9513. If you, you know, call if you want to. If not, I'll talk as long as I uh, am comfortable. Uh, and when I start boring myself, I'll get the hell off the air. This is not my thing to monologue. I'm trying this, and uh, you know, give me some feedback. Give me some feedback. And by the way, uh, while we are tracking some of our uh, uh, court cases and injustice uh i know we're we're uh following the case out and down in florida with uh what's the guy's name moss uh who killed the guy just for young man just for playing the music there's there's a, another interesting case that uh i made a facebook comment on it on it a while back and i saw another one recently by a facebook friend as it pertained to a young lady lavina Lynn Johnson. Her first name is spelled L-A-V-E-N-A. Lynn, L-Y-N-N Johnson. Uh, 
who was uh, in the service in the army and who was brutally murdered, but somehow, some way, and you know how they do it, the system, her death was listed as a suicide. I'd like for you to go into Google and look up Lavina Lynn Johnson and read on that case. She was raped, murdered, beaten, and somehow, some way, uh, she inflicted these wounds on herself and her official cause of death is suicide. And it's been real quiet about it. The only, the only way I've heard of this has just happened, I'm always on Google. I'm always researching and looking up something, and I just happened to come across uh, this case. I believe I was looking at the uh, guy's case in uh, Atlanta who was found in the, in the mat, in the, in, in the gym mat uh, in Georgia, and it just happened to be other similar type of situations, and I pulled up her case and was just blown away by it. But I hear uh, nothing being said now. Maybe, I don't know if, what the reason is, but uh, that needs to be out front also. Uh, it is it is wicked, it's crazy, and just another uh, uh, another proof of the wicked world we live in, and uh, that is indeed what it is. It is a wicked world in, in, in general. We have some good people in particular, but this world in general, I tell you, it is not godly unless it is the god of evil. I'm going to take another break, and I'll come right back. You want to call during the break, I can pull you in. When we come back, 
and I'm back again. And before I close out for today's show, I do want to give uh, and show some love again to Galana Marie Harris, who is an entrepreneur with her own spice, a custom-made spice and seasonings. Uh, it is called Kamenaeus. Pure homemade Kamenaeus sugar and spice pure homemade seasoning. Kamenaeus is spelled K-A-M-O-N-E-Y-A-S. Uh, you can start that off in your uh, Facebook search, find that page, and please go into that page and like the page. And while you're there, check out some of these custom-made spices she has. I mean, I, I've sampled a couple of them. I've sampled the habanero spice and the, uh, the jerk spice. I'm telling you. Uh, you think you think you got something with your Lowry's? Lowry's can't touch this, period. Can't touch it. Uh, she can customize uh, a seasoning, to, seasoning to your liking with the ingredients that you choose. Uh, it is authentic, and it is organic. So, uh, common is Sugar and Spice Pure Homemade Seasoning. That is a bone uh, operated by Galana Marie Harris. And uh, if you can take a chance, or not take a chance, but take some time, there is no chance. It's a great opportunity to go in there and uh, see what uh, spice that Galana has to offer. And like the page while you're there so she can at least let you uh, know that you stopped by to, to take a look at what she has to offer. Okay, now tomorrow is, is Valentine's Day, and I know I have my own little uh, opinions about certain days, but uh, that's just me. You know, I'm not going to try to uh, hold someone else to that day. And uh, I have, you know, respect for whoever does what they want to do as long as it's not harming nobody else. Tomorrow, it is Valentine's Day, but better than that, it's the Friday at the House of Bain, 6930 South Shore Drive in Chicago. Uh, it's more better jazz. The founder and CEO, Brother Joe Stroder, South Shore's own Joe Stroder, bringing something positive right smack dab in the community. Uh, you you got to go by and check check out the show. You want to go somewhere and not spend an arm and a leg, uh, here you can go there, and it'll be worth anything that you can find downtown, north side, west side, anybody, anywhere else. The House of Bing on Friday nights is the place to be, period. Tomorrow night you have uh, Marcus Hill and his black tech. Marcus Hill and his black tech will be performing uh, starting at 7.30. It is free parking, it is, uh, great drinks, uh, great food, and the, the, this is the most beautiful people you ever want to be around for any event. Uh, Stress-free, free, come on out and uh, just relax. And enjoy the evening. You, you, you get there, and uh, more better jazz will take care of the rest. And you'll leave there satisfied and glad you came. Okay. So, as a matter of fact, while you're there, you know, uh, take a minute to uh, single out Joe Stroder, shake the man's hand, and thank him for uh, trying to do something positive, man. We, we, we need more of that in the community. You don't have to go downtown and uh, uh, pay an arm and a leg for inferior products that, uh, compared to what you'll get at the House of Bain. Okay, I just want to get that out there. Uh, and in closing, I don't know, I, I had a Facebook friend who was uh, sent a post out 
just generally, not just to me, but she just put it on her timeline. And she just mentioned that she was sad. And, you know, I, I try to be inspiring and say uh, what I can to make a person feel better. And uh, all I can say to her is we just reach down within and find that power uh, with within that, that that's right there, that, that sometimes, not always laying dormant, but sometimes uh, it may fall down there. It may kind of may lose the grip, and it may sink down, and we may have to kind of get down there and bring it back up again. And uh, it, it, I have to go through the same thing. As a matter of fact, sometimes I need somebody to tell me the same damn thing that I find myself having to tell somebody else. So it, it's you know we, we look out for each other. But uh, all I can say is uh, when, when you get down and you start feeling sad, understand. And this is just my perspective. Understand that. You have the power. You have the power. I, I've been told, and people try to say, "Well, there's this this mysterious, you know, power, the unknown, and this." Well, if it's unknown, I ain't got time for it. If it's unknown, then when it when it, when it makes itself known, then I'll pay attention and maybe uh, see what I can see how we can work together. But you know, what's within, what's within you, that is not unknown. That is you. That's you. That's meditation. Meditation is digging within yourself, digging within your power to find who you are and to love who you are. That works for me. Now, if prayer works for you, then you do that. But for me, prayer is almost like you're reaching out and asking someone to do something for you. That's my concept. No disrespect. If it works for you, use it. But I'm just trying to show people that there is not just one way. There are options. What works for you? I'm sharing with you what works for me. All due respect to anybody else. You have the power. And that's my bottom line. In the name of whomever or whatever, your spiritual power. Peace.
Yeah.